Hello, McWarrior fans! This is Duncan Fisher! Today is the dawn of an exciting new league, a trial by fire, a proverbial bloodbath of lasers and autocannons, the likes of which you have never seen. Born from the twisted mind of the Dragon's own Hohiro Kurita, this new league will pit the finest MechWarrior units throughout the Inner Sphere against each other via intense skirmish-based combat. If you thought 1 vs. 1s and 2 vs. 2s was hardcore, well just wait, because the Martial Olympiad is reborn. Hey mech fans, it's Kozen Dingo and it is the 8th of March here in New Zealand and we are in the first week of the Martial Olympiad Reborn, uh, the first tournament being brought to you by the new player-run competitive league MWO Comp. Now the tournament officially kicked off earlier this week uh, and this is the first weekly update that is brought to you by your pals here at Incoming Missile Podcast and those fine fellows at MWO Comp. Now these mini episodes will essentially be a run through of the action that's happened or is going to happen uh, each round and it's a way that you can stay up to date on what is happening in the tournament and get a bit of an insight into what has happened. So each week I will do my best to discuss uh, a feature game, something that has been streamed and something that you can go and view yourself. Hopefully what I can do is drag in some of the team captains and maybe some of the other players to have a chat as well and talk about how things are going from their perspective. Either way, we want this to be your home of weekly updates so that you can stay up to date on everything that is going on. So do keep an eye out for these updates. Uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel, Incoming Missile Podcast, or find us on your favorite podcast platform. And of course, make sure that you are signed up to the MWO Comp Discord server. And do go to the official website, www mwocomp.com and make sure you bookmark that. Now you may also find it handy to go to the uh, site that is hosting the tournament details itself uh, where you can see their results and all of those kind of things. So that is uh, a site called Tournament uh, and yeah go to the Discord or the MWO Comp to find the link to that one. Right, now before we do get into round one, uh, I am going to take this opportunity to go through the uh, teams that are competing, uh, just talk very briefly about each one so that you guys know uh, who's competing, what to expect, uh, and to give a bit of context for the stuff that we will talk about in this episode and the episodes to come. So uh, as you know, and as you may have heard in our uh, preview podcast with Krasnopeski, uh, there are divisions in two Mech Warrior regions, that is EU and NA. Uh, EU has two divisions, Div A and Div B, and NA has uh, four divisions, A, B, C, and D. Remembering that those teams from the Oceanic uh, region that wanted to compete uh, did jump in with the NA groups just because the time zones were a little bit more complementary. So there are 32 teams competing in Martial Olympiad Reborn uh, this year. And what I've gone through and done is given each of those teams an overall seeding uh, from 1 to 32. Now that's based on their performance via Yarl's list and looking at their specific roster uh, rather than perhaps the unit from which they get their name. That gives us a basic rundown of you know, how they compare to the other teams. Uh, remembering this is just off Yarl's and is not going to take into account you know, any other factors that are important 
uh, for comp or for making a team work. And I have also seeded them within their division as well, so that you know kind of who's the top team uh, based on those Yale's performances. Moving forward, I will be using uh, the stats from the games themselves as much as I can, and of course, what is there in Yale's. So uh, it's just what we've got available to use. And as I said, it's just a point for us to start from uh, rather than being comprehensive or absolute. All right, we're going to kick off with uh, EU Div A, and uh, EU Div A has uh, four teams, uh, and that includes uh, Eon Tatoes, Phoenix Legend, First Jaguar Guards, and Russian Jade Falcon. Uh, now, the highest seed in that division is Eon Tatoes, obviously, which are the bulk of the world champs, with a couple of other very, very good pilots in there. They rank very high, and uh, they are followed by Russian Jade Falcon, ranked second in that division and fourth overall. Uh, then by Phoenix Legion, third in that and uh, fifth overall, and first Jaguar Guards, rated seventh overall. But of course, they came third in the World Champs. Move on to EU Div B. Uh, we have six teams in this division. That includes Clan Widowmaker and Friends, Furia, Majestic 12, RGF Irie, I Hate My Team, 31st Hussar Regiment. Now, out of those six, Majestic 12 are the top ranked. Uh, in that division and are 12th overall. They do have a fairly strong roster and uh, overall on Yarls, uh, they, they do outperform those other teams quite a bit. So uh, we should expect that they're going to be favourite in that division. Uh, coming in second is RJF Irie. Uh, third is I Hate My Team. Fourth in that division and 20th overall, 31st Hussar Regiment. Uh, we then go up to Clan Widowmaker and Friends in fifth and uh, the sixth rank in that division is Furia. So all of those teams uh, hover at a pretty similar similar level uh, on Yals, uh, and we will likely see some pretty close matches, I think, between those other teams. I think Majestic 12 are the runaway favourite, at least on paper, for uh, that division. Now we get into the North American divisions here, and uh, NA Div A unfortunately just has the three teams. Now the top-ranked team is a new team called Black Omen, uh, which is a bit of a bits and bobs team uh, and has got kind of guests from other teams that are in there, all very, very good pilots. They're ranked one uh, in the division and second overall, just because we are using the YAL ranking average across the pilots. Uh, and uh, that does mean that they are a very, very strong team on paper. You know, comp is, uh, and teamwork uh, is more than just about the individual skills of the pilots. Uh, so yeah, whether they are actually the second best team will remain to be seen. Uh, the next team is uh, EMP, Imperial. Uh, they come in at third overall and second in that division. We all know how good they are and how competitive they will be. Uh, watch for how they perform in this tournament. And then we have uh, 228 Blackwatch. So the uh, highest ranked 228th team there. They rank third in that division and sixth overall. But again, we do know uh, how long they've been together as a team and just how competitive they are in any tournament that they are in. They will certainly be looking for a good performance uh, in preparation for this year's World Champs, uh, and particularly with a bit more freedom uh, in this tournament format. So now we go to NA Div B uh, with seven teams. Uh, that includes uh, the 228 Death From Above, uh, MS Crab People, uh, Smoke Adders, Clan Crossfire, my own unit, uh, The Answer, White Knight Legion and the Potato Killers. Now the top ranked team in that division and uh, eighth overall are the Potato Killers. So that will be very interesting to see uh, how they go. A very strong roster, 
Uh, and again, it's how they will kind of come together uh, as a team. Second ranked in that division is the DFA, a 228 DFA, the Death From Above team. Once again, uh, some strong pilots in there and a very strong Yarls list ranking. They are pretty well led and uh, you know in line with the kind of 228 philosophy. They too tend to be quite well organised. Uh, then ninth overall. Third in that division is the uh, White Knight Legion. Again, some very good pilots, very, very strong. And those top three teams in that division, I think, will be really, really hard to beat. And the matches between them uh, should be good as well. But uh, yeah, they certainly do stand out. Uh, fourth ranked and not too far behind, I must admit, is uh, MS Crab people. Uh, we know just how much they like their crabs and uh, they are a fun and well-organized unit. So it'd be interesting to see how they go whether we'll see any of the kind of meme decks that we have seen previously from them. So Smokehead has come in in fifth. Uh, again, it's a, a good Yals ranking there and, and uh, a, a common unit and uh, a, a strong team. So Clan Crossfire there in sixth. That's the unit that I am a part of. Uh, our Yals ranking is all right, and we are certainly hoping to be as competitive as we can. And we're joined into NA, of course, because there's uh, not the teams here in the Oceanic region to run a division. Coming in seventh is the answer, uh, and they are 19th overall. So you can see that this is probably going to be a very, very competitive bracket, uh, and the NA teams are, have really uh, represented themselves pretty well there. Uh, we should see um, the answer providing some, some, some good matches and, and certainly not discounting uh, how they are going. Uh, they did perform pretty well, I think, uh, in the last tournament, their battle for midway. And uh, I'm sure they'll be uh, competitive. So from Div B, we go to uh, NA Div C, and we do have six teams in this division, uh, including Bears Brawlers, Dropship 4, DSAG Command Cluster, Cameron's Highlanders Claymore, BTD Blackthorns Dragoons, and Aces Wild. Uh, now the top seed in that uh, division is um, DSAG, DSAG, uh, which includes a lot of the players that um, play with Sean Lang. Uh, the Shark Boys, uh, they uh, have a fairly good uh, ranking there in Yarls uh, and should be uh, the front runner for that division. Uh, they do play together pretty regularly uh, and yeah, hopefully they will be able to uh, bring that to the tournament. Uh, second ranked and 17th overall is Bears Brawlers. Uh, now they are a little bit closer to uh, an Oceanic team. They're kind of halfway uh, between, I think. So good to see them uh, participating as well. Uh, they do have some good pilots in there and should push that division. Third ranked is Cameron's Highlanders Claymore. Uh, again, a good team and not too far behind those other two that we had there. It'll be interesting to see how they play. Uh, fourth in the division, BTD uh, Blackthorns Dragoons. Uh, and very, very close again. So fifth ranked is Dropship 4, led by Cyclone Jack. Uh, again, some good pilots in there. And uh, hopefully they are competitive in that division as well. And sixth ranked is Aces Wild. Uh, so again, a very organized unit. Uh, and let's, um, they, they should form part of a pretty competitive division there. Uh, whilst DSAG is, is quite a way out in regards to Yarl's list, I, uh, I do think that that division is probably going to be pretty close and pretty fiercely contested. Now that brings us to NA Division D. Uh, and whilst this is a Div D, um, I still think that we will see some, some fairly excellent matches here. Uh, we do have six teams in this division, including the 79th Raptor Talon Cluster, the other Cameron Highlanders team, Sons of Thunder, 
another Smoke Eaters team, I believe, SA 505th. Another Aces Wild team, uh, the Black Aces. Uh, another 228th team, this one's the Death From Below team, and the Diamond Shark 39th Strike Cluster. So the highest rank there is actually the other Aces Wild team, and they are quite a way af ahead of the other teams in regards to the Yarls ranking, so we would think that they are probably the front runner for that division. Uh, they are followed by the 79th Raptor Talon Cluster in the second seed in that division. Uh, then the other 228, or 288th, I said 228, didn't I? 288th, uh, Death From Below, uh, the third ranked team, uh, then the other Cameron Highlanders team, uh, then the 505th, and then Diamond Shark 39th Strike Cluster there as well. Uh, good to see uh, players of all levels competing in this tournament. Uh, again, as we kind of always reiterate, there is uh, something for everyone in, in this format of the game. Even those Div D teams will include some fantastic pilots and probably some fantastic games. Right, so that is the 32 teams. Uh, again, you'll see action across those divisions streamed. Do check out the schedules. Uh, we do have favourites, I think, for each of those divisions. Uh, the Div A in Euro will be hotly contested. We do have some very, very good teams there. Uh, I do think the division that we are part of, Clan Crossfire, NA Div B, will also be hugely competitive uh, alongside uh, probably NA Div C as well. I think we will see some very close games, some very close and entertaining games there. Right, so speaking of games, uh, it is round one, and as at the time of this recording, there has been a few games played, uh, including a feature, the feature game that I will talk about very shortly that was streamed between Cameron's Highlanders, Claymore, and Aces Wild, um, the first match of the tournament in, uh, in a Div C. And the feature game today that we will talk about was the first game, uh, and it was streamed uh, yesterday uh, between Cameron's Highlanders, Claymore, and Aces Wild, uh, as I said, which was a, uh, a, the first match in NA Div C. So this was a pretty good match and I felt that it kind of seesawed between the teams and it did also go down to a fifth drop. Uh, it was a little bit weird in that when one of the teams won a drop, they, they tended to win it quite convincingly. So uh, none of the drops were necessarily you know, super close per se. They did seem to, to go quite quickly or they did look to be going towards one team. But the match itself uh, was very close uh, and, and a bit of kind of back and forth with you win one. I win one, I win one, you win one. So yeah, um, strong performances from uh, Deriku and Lord Archon for Cameron's Highlanders. They averaged uh, 548 and 408 damage respectively across that those five drops uh, and got 10 kills between them. So uh, Deriku in particular was uh, doing some work with the IV-4 and yeah, probably happy that the rule exists to include a, a hero uh, per drop. But uh, yeah, he was he was definitely doing some work there. In the quick draw, uh, Not Bob and Alex 545 were also very, very good for Aces Wild uh, in ultimately what was a losing effort. Uh, they averaged 410 and 448 damage respectively across those matches uh, and they got five kills between them. So yeah, they, they played a variety of mechs as well. Uh, those four pilots that I mentioned were, were very, very good and uh, will be pilots to watch, I think, moving forward. Now, the first drop was Canyon Network, and Cameron Highlanders won that one 7-4. Uh, uh, Claymores did look to play a range, uh, to play range and control the caps. 
Uh, they had a spider that they brought along to, to get those quick caps. Um, Aces traded, they did trade a lot from Epsilon. They kind of got stuck almost um, on that side uh, and they sent their Arctic Wolf out to cap. Um, in the end, Aces Wild kind of pushed high, but they, 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 they really pushed it in ones and twos. Um, they were set up kind of more for, for mid-range and uh, Cameron's Highlanders kind of with the longer range setup uh, and just the intention to control the caps uh, were kind of able to hold them off. And, um, you know, they took down a lot of mechs quickly uh, and, you know, Aces Wild were left with this, this, this duo of um, Arctic Wolves, uh, brawl, brawl builds on the Arctic, uh, Arctic Wolves. And um, they did make a hassle of themselves um, and, you know, got a kill and, and, and uh, contested some caps. But ultimately, I think the, the drop was over by there. So, uh, you know, we did see a, a kind of classic range deck and a control strategy there uh, that uh, Cameron's Hollanders pulled off pretty well. We went from Canyon into Mining, uh, the first to two Mining drops. And this one, Aces Wild won, and they won pretty convincingly 8-2. Um, basically, both teams almost rushed to the middle with, with pretty brawly decks, uh, with, with a, a mix of loadouts. Um, Aces Wild uh, took the top in mining and then they kind of waited waited to see uh, what Cameron's Highlanders might do. Uh, Cameron's Highlanders did kind of have a, a hunchy that was taking some control positions there. But in, in the end, Aces Wild kind of dropped on, on Cameron's Highlanders and uh, chewed through the, um, the team with a bit of a murder ball uh, pretty quickly and um, won that one, as I said, pretty convincingly 8-2. Uh, we then went to drop three mining collective again. Now this one was slightly different. Cameron Highlanders brought a, a real control deck uh, with a lot of kind of mid-range laser fire and PPCs and some long-range energy. Uh, but Aces Wild brought another brawl deck, another strong kind of fast-moving brawl deck, and they they got the jump on them effectively. Aces um, Cameron's Highlanders just couldn't really get into uh, the position, the positions that they wanted to to be able to control and. Uh, Aces Wild took some mechs down pretty quickly. Now, um, the last three mechs for Cameron's Highlanders did end up taking some high positions and really making a hassle of themselves, but they were outside the circle. Uh, you know, they kind of got forced to move inwards and give up their positions so that they could uh, get into the circle and stop the timer going down. Uh, but that one was a little bit of a done deal as well. Uh, because they weren't able to kind of get to their positions they wanted to fast enough. Uh, the quick brawls just kind of jumped on them and, and brought them down. We then went uh, into the map ban and that ended up with Rubelite for that match. Cameron's Highlanders won this one uh, in the, the only stomp of the day. Uh, this was 8-0 ultimately. And this didn't go well for Aces Wild right from the get-go. Uh, they had an Arctic Cheetah that got legged early on Kappa kind of unexpectedly just exposed himself a little bit to some of um, some of the long range that Cameron's Highlanders uh, had brought. And they had really brought a, a kind of mid to long range uh, deck there. It was, as I said, pretty, pretty convincing um, in the end. Cameron's Highlanders really did win, win trades and just forced um, Aces Wild off the high ground. Um, and then just clean them up uh, pretty quickly there. And when you looked at the damage averages across Cameron's Highlanders in this win, it was it was spread really really evenly. So they they chewed through the team. Um, everyone contributed, and this was really the most convincing victory that we did see. And um, you know, Aces Wild unfortunately they kind of uh, lost a trick 
uh, in the trades. They got dropped into a bear position and they got kind of cleaned up from there. Now, drop five. I remember we were going to, it was 2-2 going into this drop. Uh, and Cameron's Highlanders did win this one by caps. Uh, but truth be told, the writing was on the wall for a long time for Aces Wild. Cameron Hollanders brought another cap and control strat. Uh, they brought a lot of long range mechs and uh, a commando and a spider to get around, be mobile, and to get a cap advantage and then hold it. Aces Wild, to their credit, decided that they were going to have a, a heavy brawl strat. They brought uh, three Orion 2Cs uh, and they had two lights, one flea with the flea kind of um, heading off to, to cap and kind of keep them in it by uh, by capping. But the flea got ganked and taken down by a piranha that did then force the other light in Aces Wild, the Wolfhound, to try and cap. Uh, the, that Wolfhound then got ganked, but Aces Wild suffered from having a, a murder ball that almost had nowhere to go. They were looking and waiting for where they were going to push into, where they could push into. That opportunity simply never arose because you know Cameron's Highlanders had the that cap and control uh, with their long range lasers and Dakar, and you know the writing was on the wall as soon as the uh, chance for Aces Wild to compete in the cap game went, with the light getting ganked early uh, and then the other light going down as well. And in the end, Aces Wild um, ended up chasing cap, scattering their position, being kind of all over the map and. Uh, Cameron's Highlanders did get the cap win before they took out all the mechs, uh, but you know they were they were in the throes of of uh, taking them all down. So yeah, in the end, the strat really did come through for Cameron's Highlanders. And whilst Aces Wild showed an excellent uh, brawl tendency, uh, and when it came down to the smaller maps that were a little bit more intimate in mining, um, you know they, they they really came to the trump with their uh, fast brawl. Uh, Cameron Solinses did get the win in a, a pretty good match overall. As I said, the individual mats, matches kind of went one way or the other. Uh, but uh, yeah, congratulations to Cameron's Highlanders for getting that win. Uh, and of course, Aces Wild certainly played their part and uh, took a couple of drops away from them and took it down to the last drop. All right, so uh, other results so far uh, include two EU Div B games where Majestic 12... Uh, took down the 31st Hussar Regiment uh, 5-0 uh, in a pretty convincing day out uh, and Clan Widowmaker and Friends uh, fighting out a 3-2 victory over I Hate My Team in that same division. Uh, so that went to a fifth and deciding drop uh, by the look of it. So uh, an exciting match there as well. And there was also a pretty convincing performance by White Knight Legion, WKL, uh, who posed a question that 42, the question, unfortunately, couldn't answer. Uh, they did, you know, they really sent a statement uh, to the other teams in NA Div B uh, with a 5-0 stomp. Uh, and, uh, yeah, they look like they're making a bit of a case that they uh, should have been in Div A. So it'll be interesting to see uh, how that one goes. Uh, yeah, particularly strong performances by uh, Texan Scrublord uh, and team captain Mr. Samaru, who uh, will hopefully join me uh, next week. Uh, to talk a little bit about how things are going for those guys and uh, a round two update. Uh, now that game was streamed, so uh, do go and check that out. Now also streamed was a bit of a battle of the titans between uh, 228 Blackwatch and EMP, and that ended up going to a mammoth seven drops. 
uh, thanks to the uh, inadvertent inclusion of an obviously OP Incubus in two of the drops. Now, uh, of course, that wasn't allowed because it's only just recently come out for C-Bills, uh, and so they had to do two redrops. Now, MP did end up taking this uh, in a Divay game, pretty convincingly, I guess, in the end, uh, 4-1. Uh, but really the game should be remembered for an amazing drop, drop three uh, on Mining Collective. Now look, this was honestly one of the best competitive drops that I've seen in a while, and you know it, it goes to show you just how good these guys are, uh, and, and what a spectacle really that uh, competitive mech warrior can be. Uh, so that one was streamed. Do go and check out uh, that that drop three in particular, or the whole game, given that you could probably fast forward through uh, those redrops. But uh, yeah, if we can, if you work for PGI and you're listening, man, whatever we can do to get more of this type of gameplay, uh, you know, the high level stuff in there was just fantastic. And, you know, these guys are just yeah, really, really good at the game. It's, it's fantastic to see. Uh, now left to be played in the round, uh, as at the time of recording, we have got another Div B uh, NA Div B game uh, between 228 Death from Above uh, and the Potato Killers. And uh, this should be uh, another good game in that division. I mean, White Knight uh, have uh, WKL have really um, sent a message out, and it'll be interesting to see whether Death from Above uh, and Potato Killers can, can kind of answer. Those are a, a couple of the top two teams in the division. So that will uh, also be a really good match. Uh, now, going forward to tomorrow. Uh, which is Saturday here in New Zealand. Uh, we do have another Battle of Titans, uh, this time in EU Div A, uh, between First Jag Guards and Phoenix Legion. Uh, that will be, yeah, uh, I, I should think, another uh, highly strat, highly organised game. I mean, obviously there will be a bit of feeling out in, the, in these first couple of rounds, but uh, that one should be good. Uh, we then also see Cameron's Highlanders and 288 uh, Death From Below uh, fight it out, so that is a... Uh, in a Div D game, and uh, be interesting to see how that one goes. Uh, we the following day we have uh, another Div uh, NA Div D game, Dropship Four and Black Thorns. So uh, good luck to the players there. That Cyclone Jack and uh, his team there. Uh, we have another NA Div B game, Smoke Hatters and MS Crab People. So again, will be interesting to see uh, what Crab People bring, and whether MS have any of those meme decks. But uh, in a pretty competitive NA Div B. Uh, we'll be watching, well I'll certainly be watching those games and following those games closely. Uh, on the same day we've got scheduled Diamond Shark 39th and uh, 505th, Smoke is 505th, so uh, a, another Div D game there. Uh, and also Clan Crossfire and Black Omen uh, cross swords. And uh, that's of course there is a crossover match uh, between NA Div A and NA Div B because there are odd numbers uh, of teams 3 and 7 and uh, rather than have buys we're lucky in, in NA Div B that we get to go up and match the likes of 228, Black Omen and EMP. So that, uh, yeah, will be, yeah, well, I would say that's going to be fun, but I don't think it'll be fun. But yeah, you can always learn a lot, I guess, even in those matches. Uh, and then really to finish up the round, uh, I believe it'll finish up um, on the Monday. I don't think that's the start of round two, but we uh, again have another great game between Eon and Russian Jade Falcon. And uh, I think these guys are pretty used to crossing swords. So I'm sure that will be a particularly high quality match. And then we finish up with Furia and RJF Irie uh, in EU Div B um, going at it. 
Now, uh, we do have some other matches scheduled there, but I believe that they, whilst they will count for round one, I think they are future scheduled uh, just to make sure that uh, they get done. So uh, Bears Brawlers are involved with both of those, so that will just be a timing thing, I would imagine. So yeah, uh, do check out uh, all of those matches if you can. Whatever ones are streamed uh, will be announced. Uh, do check Reddit, check the Discord. Uh, to find out what you can tune into in regards to uh, those games, I would imagine um, that those, you know, those really high quality games, the Dive games in particular, will likely be streamed. So yeah, looking forward to that. So do be sure to tune into whatever you can and uh, keep an eye on the MWO League and MWO League Two Twitch channels. That's where you will find uh, those games being streamed live. Uh, lots of giveaways to be had alongside, obviously, the uh, high-quality matches and mech action. Uh, join the MWO Comp Discord uh, if you do want to stay up to date on announcements and news and all of that kind of stuff. Or, of course, if you want to talk to other competitors, team captains, the tournament organisers, uh, obviously it's not too late to join a team. So if this excites you and you've enjoyed what you've seen, you'd like to be a part of it, then do jump on there. I'm sure there are roster spots that are still open. Uh, and can be filled. Do bookmark the official website www.mwocomp.com and do subscribe to the MWO Comp YouTube channel uh, that will have replays of all the games. So that's a fantastic place to go. Uh, now a, a thank you and a shout out to the shoutcasters um, that have worked so far and will work uh, over this round. Obviously they're a vital part of this process and they uh, they do that for free. So yeah, they, they've given up their time to cast, and uh, we do appreciate that. Uh, of course, there will be a little bit of getting used to it and getting the uh, overlays and stuff sorted out, so I'm sure that will be a well-oiled machine uh, very, very soon. Uh, and, of course, a continued thank you to tournament organisers, uh, Just Call Me Ash, Krasna Pesky, and Live1991, and the others. Uh, of course, the work that uh, these guys are doing behind the scenes is fantastic to uh, make sure that uh, this all runs. And, of course, I have to plug... Uh, our own channel as well. Do subscribe if you aren't already to the Incoming Missile Podcast YouTube channel. Find us at your favorite podcast platform as well. Uh, just search for Incoming Missile Podcast. And uh, yeah, you can stay up to date on the competition by listening to these weekly updates. Uh, as the tournament does go on, of course, we will go a little bit more into strats and trends. And uh, yeah, as I said, hopefully talk with uh, some team captains and, and other people that are participating to talk about what they are seeing. Uh, comp does tend to shape the meta and shape quick play and faction play and group play uh, from what we see here. So it's interesting to, to dive into that. Uh, you know, we're already seeing some interesting decks. You know, we saw EMP with an LRM deck uh, today. And, you know, we start to see mechs like uh, the Vulcan 5T and the Flea uh, be featured pretty regularly across all the divisions. So, uh, you know, it's always great to, to see where people will take things. So, yeah, stay tuned. All right. That's the update, guys. Enough from me. I'll catch you guys next week. Shutdown sequence initiated.